Huh? Struggling radio. Fuck. Out on the floor, do things to make him adore you. Show him why you were born. And put a little mustard on it. Don't tell me what time it is now. Don't tell me what time it is now. I know what time it is now. I know what time it is now. It's showtime! Tonight is the night of the international madam. It's kind of already happened. Porter? Tonight's the night we go viral. It's happening. Yeah. The internet's it, already a buzz. Twitter's a buzz. I'm getting tweets like you wouldn't fucking believe out there. Hulu, Netflix, Prime, Xfinity On Demand. All right, are you here, Silver Fox? Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. And for the first time ever, our creative content manager and executive Well, second producer, time. Wasn't he in one of the game. Lost episodes or That's something? That's true. But this will be the first time that he is on the same show as his arch nemesis, the Silver Fox. <laughs> Rim Tim one or two is here. There, um, there yeah, welcome, Rim Tim. There wasn't like a Black Keys show tonight or anything like that, or eyebrow waxing you needed to be at. <laughs> oh, I get them threaded, not waxed. Oh, obviously, yeah, obviously. That's weird. That's real weird. It's also not true, but no, I don't know. Good stuff. Hey, this rivalry is really exciting. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, we came into Lady Marmalade. We'll be playing in the background, by the way, for obvious reasons. Brent, so, so which one's more bald, Rim Tim or Fox? Bald? Bald? Yeah. Neither one I, of us are bald. Yeah, I think they both have their hair. Yeah. I thought I Rim, Rim Tim was bald. In probably 15 years, and I know he's not bald. No. How would you know that if you haven't seen him in 15 years? I just... That set of that that hair is was amazing I, years you, ago. It's, it's on, not going anywhere. On. Do you have your Do you have the wrong Tim Fox? <laughs> I don't know which which Tim are we talking about. Are you Do you think we went to college with the Tim that's on the phone right now? Oh, did he not go to college with us? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's really something. Oh shit! All right, I take. I don't, it's I don't a very common name, Reg. Let's just put push past that. You know, let's not confuse him. He's already got his mind set up on who it is. Let's just keep yeah. going. Yeah, let's just do that. I don't know who this Tim guy is, but I'm excited about it right now. I can't. Holy shit. That's perfect. Jay, tonight is a very special episode. It, we, uh, we recorded with the international madam. Yves Gadoni, about an hour and five minutes of amazingness. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we want to give her a huge shout out. You can find her on her Instagram, the International Madam on Instagram on Twitter. Yeah, hit up that Instagram; it's sweet, real it sweet. Uh, and you commented on it to her, and she didn't totally love it. I don't think, by the way, but um, I think it was when we were having technical difficulties. But definitely get to her Instagram. Well, I got um, these beats now, so I should be in a lot better shape. Much better by, shape. By Dre. By Dre. Uh, big shout out to all our strugglers who supported the Christmas episode, of course. Uh, happy 2019 to our man Bumpy 103. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Bumpy. This is the year yeah. of Bumpy. How could you forget about Bumpy? Bumpy well, it's been a while. I haven't been thinking about my rap people in a while. So yeah. good. This is why we do this once a month. Rap yeah. people. Uh, so Bumpy has been dropping hits on his SoundCloud. Find him on his Twitter. Uh, there, there. Yes, you got a new single out. I mean, what was the last one that we really liked? Uh, well, why, why you want to do you? Why you want to do me like that? Will never be beat, in my opinion. But. You know, he's been in this game for so long. It's everything he drops, in my opinion, is hot. Um, so, okay. uh, so, yeah. Oh, so guys, I, 
I don't know the name of it, but I'm rapidly looking that up on my computer. Uh, so uh, also, we want to thank Flipboard.com for their support oh, yeah. of Struggling Radio. It's a great, great website. It's good. Great website. It's good stuff. Yeah. Pick it up. Go get all your Flipboards at Flipboard.com. And uh, we still would like both Zellner Law and Port. Feel free to send us some sponsorship money. Uh, yeah, Zellner had some big news, apparently. The Avery case. I mean, shit's happening. I've been tweeting at her, but she just doesn't get back to me. I don't know why. She uh, doesn't. Ever, she says she has big news, I think, when she just gets her hair done. I don't feel like she's ever really had big news. That dude's still in jail. Yeah, he's definitely in jail. He's not even close to getting out. But she's got a great Twitter feed. Whenever she tweets, I'm on it. I'm on it, and I'm you know, supporting the cause. And you could follow uh, Porter at Porter Struggles, and, and we're at, at, uh, at Radio Struggling, Struggling Radio at Gmail. Review us on iTunes, unless you're dildos. Fuck you, dildos. Um, just oh, yeah, you guys, we got any reviews lately? I forgot. Dildos was the last one to review us, wasn't it? I've reviewed us a couple times, and I've got five stars every time. How many stars um, did dildos give us? He gave us one. He gave us one. <laughs> wow. What a prick. <laughs> Is that the least amount you can get, or can you get zero? You can get zero, I believe, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then we weren't the worst. Dildos has heard worse. Depending on which episode you listen to, I, I don't necessarily disagree with him. Um, also, we're big in the gamer community now. we got a bunch of followers in the live gamer community. Um, so, you know, shout out to all you guys. Fucking A. Uh, I don't know what that, that means. Rinse, I don't are you either. in the gamer community? Uh, I am not. Oh. But, but I'm like, one, no, I'm not. We can talk about stuff off the air. <laughs> As, as you as you brought that up, I had an idea about a future guest. Look at that. That's producing. That's executive producing right there. Uh, and, and now, any, you got any ideas? Associate executive producer, Silver Fox? Executive? Rim so, uh, behind me. Let's keep that straight. Uh, well, after today. I think changing. you might be like junior executive producer <laughs> yeah. now, Fox. Yeah, fuck. Whatever. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, you're still working hard. That's all that matters. I don't know. I mean, hey, I'm here, right? So last uh, last month we did the barely you're here. You're awake for now. Last month we did the Christmas extravaganza. Do we have any corrections? Associate, junior, intern, executive producer, Silver Fox. Did you listen to it? Let's fucking start there. Yeah, I did. It was great. Uh, Porter was a mess, which I think everybody liked. So I don't have any corrections. Do you have anything, Reg? Um. Some minor editing issues on my part. I think. Oh. <laughs> there was a song that kept going and going. I tried to loop something, but I just looped it forever. Uh, we're going to get that right this time around. Um, and I just want to clarify something. I'm not like against the Jews. It was more like I was oh, making fuck. a comment about how they don't support Christmas. So let's not start having the Porter hates Jews hashtag. It doesn't. We don't need that. It wasn't. No one. You know, no misinterpreted. Why well, would you bring it back up? Uh, yeah, it it's not so much support is celebrate, right? Right. Well, hey, I think we leave that one alone. I don't want Nivez <laughs> to be tied to Porter and that situation. Uh, the lovely Nivez Gadoni. Um, so I think she's a big fan of Porter. Yeah, it's true. Uh, she asked for she I was, asked for her contact yeah, information. I would think so. You wouldn't know, Fox. Um, yeah. All right. 
What are you drinking, Porter? I'm a little bit drunk. Uh, some sort of uh, drinking, single barrel. Drinking, I don't know. Uh, I got it in a Jack Daniels glass, so it's not Jack Daniels, but it's very similar. And uh, I've been, uh, just for the fans out there, I've been taking it easy. January is what we call a light month, kind of a break, especially after the uh, Christmas extravaganza incident. And, uh, um, yeah, so this is the first time I've had a drink since, you know, like earlier today, but that was the yeah. first time I drank <laughs> since, uh, for a couple of weeks. So, yeah, so we're back on the straight and narrow and, uh, things are going well. The, um, for those we had to record because of time zones this morning with our lovely guests and it was 10 o'clock, 1030 my time, 1130 uh, for the other gentleman on the phone, and we all drank through it, and I think that was a great idea. Um, so the podcast uh, wouldn't be the same if we were sober, you know. You, it's uh, just never going to be as honest. I don't know what uh, Nevez was drinking; she might not have been, but uh, she's a, uh, you know, fantastic. All right, she's been, she, and she'll she'll be back. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, just a quick update: uh, Bumpy one hundred and three. Uh, his latest jam is called Heart of Stone. So I don't know if it's like a follow-up to Why You Want to Do Me Like That. Like it's some sort of narrative. Um, if it is, I'm in Bumpy. Fox, has um, uh, Bumpy sent you a CD yet? Because that's all you can play in your car, right? CDs? A-track. He's not there. He's gone. Hold on. Wait, wait for him. I'm not going to answer that. Were you listening? That. Were you paying attention? Yeah. What's wrong with the question? You wouldn't listen to Bumpy in your car? You got a problem with Bumpy? No, I wouldn't. I mean, no. Everything, you know, you, you plug your phone in and you play it off of that. Oh, wow. Just, you can tell he just didn't prepare. He's just the worst. Um, all right, before we... Hey, busy day, guys. Busy day. Yeah, for all of us. So before we get into this, uh, our targeted interviews, please email at us at uh, strugglingradio at gmail or find us on Twitter or Porter Strugglers. We're looking for a cult member, flight attendant, pilot, firefighter, Eskimo. Me- medical marijuana grower, drug addict, current reformer, truck driver. I'm not driver, getting or- a fucking Eskimo. Why do you keep asking? They don't have Wait. internet. Did you not read the secret? I'm putting it out there because I want it to happen. And by the way, I think that's racist. I, I don't just think. assume Eskimos don't have internet. Have you it's- been to an igloo before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Has he been in an igloo? I don't think they live in... <laughs> igloos anymore. I'm not for sure. You're the one that wants to murder someone just, up in that I'm area. Just throwing, I, just, I just want to throw that out there. I don't think that's true. Hey, did you guys not watch Alaska State Troopers every every episode of every season? Seen uh, Ice animal. Truckers or whatever that one is. So much. I'm, certain areas, did I say I wasn't a fan? I just said they probably they're hard to reach. I don't. I think you don't understand that they're just Native Americans. Yes. Yeah, I guess I don't understand that. Uh, can you uh, maybe we should explain <laughs> yeah. that some other episode? We, well, well, that's why we need to get episode. one on. So I mean, you're the executive producer. I mean, you'll get them. So it's fine. Yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about you producing. My sister lived in Alaska for like four years. So. Look at that, Fox. Look at that. Where does you your sister live, Fox? Southern <laughs> the opposite. That <laughs> is pretty much the opposite. You're right. Yeah, but if she could, she get a Florida, a Florida man. Oh, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think Rim Tim, you're the only one that knows what I mean when I say that. By yeah. The way. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right. So we'd also like a millionaire, a porn star, a leather daddy. Uh, we still have a line on a porn star. We kind of let it die because we had uh, the international madam. Attempted murder victim or person accused of murder, which we have that guest locked in for the springtime. A Mormon, a garbage man, a politician, a hoarder. We are going to try and target the teachers. I don't want to talk to a fucking hoarder, man. That's just just too weird. Yeah, but I got a line on one. Really? Do it then. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Um, So we're going to move this into a uh, a combination. Porter explains it all, and Silver Fox flying under the influence award winner, Mrs. Mackenzie. Bezos. Yes, congratulations, Miss Bezos. Porter, comment. Uh, I just wanted Greg or uh, Fox to, uh, <laughs> you know, give out the award. Sorry, Fox. This no, you, no, you're good. She just got paid. That's what I got to say. You just <laughs> passed it to the guy that told you he didn't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's his award, you know. All right, so struggles out here. Here's what happened okay. if you haven't been listening to the news. There's this guy. He's the richest guy on earth, uh, Jeff Bezos. He's also a pretty fucking creepy weirdo, a little guy, crap whatever. He's got yeah, I don't know. He also, like, really doesn't like Legend. paying his employees. But either way, he's worth, like, I don't know, what, $185 billion or something. Not until, even. until recently. He's now worth half that. Because not only is he getting divorced, <laughs> he happens to live in one of those states where no matter what happens, you have to give up half your shit. And you know, where's half of that shit going? Mackenzie Bezos, who mm-hmm. happens to be a you know pretty attractive older looking woman. I think she's like 46, 48, something like that. And uh, I've been tweeting at her and her account got taken down. Not sure if it was because <laughs> of me, but uh, you know. And something happened, Reg. Maybe you, you know, you're into the social media game, so I don't know. What, what happened well, to Mackenzie Bezos' Twitter? What, what happened is she, is she got $70 billion, so I think she doesn't give a fuck about anything anymore at this point. Um, and so Bezos cheated on his wife, Mackenzie, with this gal, Lauren Sanchez, right, who kind of looks like a little bit like an Eskimo. Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah. An Eskimo, or like a Lou Ferrigno Eskimo, the uh, guy that played the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, that's actually kind of a good good comparison. Yeah, it's that's not exactly bad. Right. Um, did you guys read the text messages that they sent back and forth? Yes, they were amazing. First of all, amazing how? I mean, this guy yeah. is a fucking built, richest guy on earth, and he sounds like a complete pussy. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. You are not wrong. I think you took amazing out of the, con- the wrong co- context there. Oh, amazingly. Like amazing. Cool. Wait, wait, what like context? Amazing. What was, was the context you mentioned it? Yeah, you kind of just said it was amazing. That's all you really yeah. said. And I'm confident you didn't the read it. The stuff that this guy was saying was amazing coming from a multi-billionaire. You would not expect these words to be coming from him. More than a multi-billionaire. It's a man that fundamentally changed commerce in the world. Yeah, he's been pretty successful. Well, he sounds okay. like a douchebag. Yeah, he was also sending pictures of his junk all over the place. Okay, and uh, what what is the deal with these rich fucking guys? We should have asked several. I mean, we will at some point again, the uh, international madam, and what she feels about these sex messages going on. Um, but even the richest guy in the world sending pictures of his dick around. What the we fuck? Have an, we have an actual person that's in the dating game right now. 
Um, Rim Tim. Rim Tim, yeah. how often do you give or receive sex messages? I never send dick pics. Good. Good for you. <laughs> That's not... What about how often do you receive? Without naming names. Uh, not infrequently, but it's not... It's not like our friend Wolford Brimley. That guy. That's true. That guy's. That guy's active. <laughs> he's very, very active. He's, he's well. He's sexually transmitted disease active. Yeah, but he also expects that he's going to die soon, and he's probably right due to the fact that he's got some death uh, disease thing happening. Diabetes. It, yeah, diabetes. Exactly. Thank you. Death diabetes. <laughs> Live diabetes. We got to get him back on the show before he dies. I mean, there's no way he's either going to die from the clap. Or from Livabetes. Um, <laughs> if ever there was a match, it'd be Wolfer Brimley and the Madam, and just one night in Switzerland. Absolutely. I mean, let's do that. Let's put that together. I don't think he'd go for the human toilet treatment, but... Mm. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. So is it worth reading any of these text messages? Here's, uh, I'm going to, uh, because here's one that I like. This is like something a... I can't even describe who would write this. You know what I want? I want to get a little drunk with you tonight. Not falling down drunk. Just a little bit drunk. I want Stupid. to talk to you. Get falling down drunk you. if you're going to fucking do it. For Christ's sake. I want to listen. I want to laugh. I would think that that would make a woman's legs close. I don't know. That's just me. I basically want to be with you. Want to be with you in caps. I'm I want to fall asleep with you. Worth $185 billion. You can say pretty much anything and those legs aren't going to close because all I see is fucking dollar signs mm -hmm. and yachts mm -hmm. and fucking private jets and I don't know. What the hell? You got $185 billion, You can do anything you want, right? Pri yeah, private island. It's more than that. Uh, Free delivery. Speaking of private island, for the next episode, Reg, we got to get into this. Have you seen this show on the Fire Free Festival? Free delivery was a fucking good line. Uh, uh, yeah, I have was. not seen it, but I do know a lot of it about the Fire. Uh, is it the Fire Festival, Rim Tim, or what was it? The Fire yeah, it Festival. Fire, fire Festival. I mean, F Y R E, right? Do yeah, we got to get into that at some point. Maybe not this episode, but that shit's fucked up. So oh, you need documentaries. There's two documentaries. There's one on Hulu and one on Netflix. Everyone I know say watch the Netflix one first, then the Hulu one. But do you remember this happening? I remember it happening in real time. It did, you know, Twitter. did you know people that went down there? No. It was ridiculous. It's like $10,000 a ticket or some shit. Yeah, and it was so crazy, though. It was all Manhattan fucking trust fund babies. So, hold on a second. We got to bring in the Fox on this one. So, Fox, this was in, we're in the Caribbean somewhere on some island. Bahamas. Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Maybe you know Ja Rule from uh, Porter's headphones. He's the guy that made them. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's not the same one. But no, he'll <laughs> know this. The headliner of the festival was Blink 182. And. Uh, <laughs> did you say Blink 182? Blink. Blink 182. Oh. I thought you said blank. Oh, whatever. What's the difference? Yeah. So all, the, all these people pay $10,000 tickets for, like, you know, cabanas, hotel rooms, like, fancy fucking meals and all this shit, and they show up and none of it's there. All they find are basically tents. And no FEMA tents from, like, the last hurricane. Right. So they all got scammed out of money, basically. So this is the assignment for next time. Fox, I need you to do this. 
Watch the documentaries on this. We'll go through it next time and comment, just like he did with the juggler. And there's a guy who could be the high flyer. He apparently learned how to fly based on playing video games. There's another one of those things. So I, I'm not sure how it relates, but I, I... <laughs> it's the high flyer award. No, I got it. I got it. Good fucking god. We're like the Titanic cracked in half and slowly going down. Um, <laughs> all right. So it's a two-part move, question. Moving on. I think we all need to watch the R. Kelly. R. Kelly? Fuck. R. Kelly show as well. Um, He's got a show? Was it seven? It's a seven-episode uh, seven documentary, right? Which it's, one does he pee on the girl? Yeah. <laughs> well... Is that episode seven or? Oh no, that's early. That's uh, early. early. Yeah. So he's a real fucking dirtbag, a real piece of shit, um, and he's always been chasing after. I guess it's kind of like the Bill Cosby, and you guys are familiar with the Bill Cosby Award, which, by the way, R. Kelly right now probably front runner for the 2019 Bill Cosby Award. Uh, Here's the th- the thing about this is like, why is this such a like? This has been known about him for 20 years. Now suddenly, because of a series. Everyone's like backing away from him. Like that's a dude, great point, Rim Tim. That's why I didn't understand this story. I thought he peed on the girl like 15 years ago, and then all yeah, of a sudden it, now, it was it was. I mean, we were in, we were may or may not have been in a directional state university at that point. <laughs> it was when the ignition song came out, right? But yeah, no, it was before, before that. He was doing that forever. Yeah. What? But oh, like, wow. I worked. I, I went to school with a guy that his entire summer was interning for. The Chicago PD and his what he told us was his entire job was just making copies of that tape, and that it was like a no brainer that it was him, and it wasn't the first time. Like it's like everyone knew it wasn't like this was a surprise. The guy was a fucking dirtbag, and then suddenly because of a series, everyone's backing off. Like we, I think Chappelle's thing just kind of made it laughable, so everyone's like, "Oh no, it's okay." But. Well, think about really? how Bill. Think about how Bill Cosby got caught. Do you guys know? And I'm, I'm sure our, our listeners do or don't. But here's how Bill it was Cosby. A, it got was somebody got. made a joke about it, right? Han- Hannibal. Is Hannibal? Hannibal yeah. Burris, Chicago comedian, fucking hysterical. Um, just made a comment like, oh, "Everybody knows that he's raping people," and like that went viral for whatever reason or whatever. And then finally, people were like, "Yeah, he's been raping people forever." And so I don't know. It's 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 why that was kind of the the beginning of the Me Too movement, wasn't it? I think Weinstein. I think Weinstein kicked that into gear, right? I don't. Yeah, I mean he well, was pretty big in that. But he did, he did his his share. Um, okay, so we need to watch that. What was uh, Rim Tim? What's the stuff with Aaliyah? Sweet Aaliyah. Um. Well, I guess she was just another teenager. I think they married, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. When she I was like she 18 was, or something? No, I don't think she was 18, man. I think she was underage, too. Like, that's the thing is he's just been preying on basically children for his entire life. So, I mean, this is a this is an anti-Kansas podcast. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I, and, and Yeah, yeah we haven't brought that up enough recently. That's a good point. And I, I don't want to forget about that. Um I think it's an anti-R. Kelly podcast, too. I, I don't think I want to go on a limb and say, and again, allegedly he's guilty of all these things. But I think we say fuck Kansas, fuck R. Kelly. Is that, are we comfortable with that? Yeah, I kind of want to get rid of Wisconsin, too. Can we do that? Uh, fuck no, Wisconsin. 
Wait. No way. Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin's way more fucked up. I've started realizing recently. Are you just thinking? Are you just supporting Zellner Law? We can't get rid of Wisconsin until we get Stephen Avery out, even though he did it. <laughs> I, I mean, he might have yeah. to take one for the team on that one. Okay. Um, and then also, I think we hate Kentucky too, right? There's. I, mean, I don't know if you guys saw the viral video today. Oh. Uh, at the time of this recording, Rim Tim, I know you did. Um, but now that Porter, you're a, you're in the Twitter game. Did you see the Catholic Kentucky uh, school? Yelling at the Native American, I believe it was a Vietnam veteran. Oh, that yeah. was in Kentucky? It was well, in it was, D.C. It was in D.C., but it was a Catholic school in Kentucky, a pro-life march, where they just, what was that? Why were they in his face like yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that video. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. There was just some Indian guy hitting his drum at some little kid in a Make America Great Ahead kind <laughs> Sev- of face. Several, several. <laughs> Uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Maybe uh, one of you what, guys can put some uh, context Was this uh, Native it. American and Eskimo, by chance? Good fucking question. There he is. No, he was Indian Indian, part of the... I don't think they have Eskimos in Kentucky, do they? No, he was there I, He was there for uh, some sort of some uh, like Native American rights march, and they just kind of surrounded him and started chanting, build that wall. Now, think about the fucking irony there. This gentleman is... <laughs> it's in the word Native American. It's in yeah, the it's word. And these well, they're going to build that wall. I don't care what anyone says. And Fox, that was a good tip on the last episode about investing in... St- in uh, what would you say? Ladder. In, uh, ladder, ladder companies. Ladders, yeah. Ladders. I've, been, I've been looking at a lot of ladder companies recently after that tip. So all you struggles out there... Uh, maybe in the next episode we'll come up with some uh, good stocks that are in ladders, and uh, that, that could be big. Yeah, but I mean, these are all forward-looking statements, and invest on your own advice. Obviously, uh, make your own decisions. <laughs> yeah, we're not registered <laughs> advisors. Uh, right Though yeah. so you and Nivez might have an investment relationship after today's after today's call, um, so we don't know. Uh, Right. Hey, Eddie. anything that girl's in, I'm in. I'm in. I would. I'll follow her to the moon. She's a. She's a born leader, entrepreneur. You know, there's she nothing makes she money. can't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's honest. Uh, uh, the, my favorite part of the interview is we ha- continue to have technical difficulties. She didn't care. And do you, did you guys hear the bells in the background? Yes. That no, was, she's that in was, Europe. What do you expect? I figured that there, like, there was some probably awesome European church. She's sitting in front of and i'm in my garage at 10 30 in the morning drinking a beer <laughs> that's exactly i think what happened fucking different lives um but she did great all right final uh so we got two final topics um three technically let's start with uh you want our do you want to do the predictions first porter or do you want to do the roles in her movie first let's save the predictions for last okay so um so we believe on this show, and you will too in just a few minutes, that a movie needs to be made, a TV show needs to be made out of the international madam story. Now, Porter, There's no question about it. No question. It's going to be the biggest show since Sopranos or Game of Thrones, I guess, or Westworld, but whatever. The which, next one in the line. Which comes up on the interview, and, it, and that question bombed by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not a huge Game of Thrones fan, but no. maybe she in the next said, when she comes back, she may have seen more shows. 
she basically said, "I don't have time to watch nerd shows. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. Spo- spoiler alert. I like this. Uh, I like this lady even more now. She did watch uh, Orange Is the New Black, though. Or was that the one, the the Netflix one with the? Well, I I said Oz, but Orange Is the New Black. She did watch. Yeah, she said that's not true to form. Right Um, again, and I made the point that Hollywood's lying once again. But anyway, so Porter, you have put some thought into this, I assume. Otherwise, you wouldn't have wanted us. Yeah. Well, so we mentioned in the interview that uh, um, there was people that like to get, you know, shit on. And I thought that maybe uh, in her movie that Reg would be good at playing that role. Fuck. I knew it. Uh, yes. Um, I think that you could probably do that. <laughs> Is this the uh, only role that you've filled? <laughs> no, no. I got a few more. So we got uh, Sergeant Bilko could definitely play um, one of the uh, correctional officers while she's at Rikers. Certainly. Is what I was Certainly. thinking. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Officer Rodriguez could be one of the arresting officers when she gets arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Rim Tim is a, is a classy guy. He could definitely play one of the, the Johns, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think, uh, what was our nurse's name? She could. Nurse Hulahan. Uh, nurse Hulahan yep. could be like, you know, an assistant in Eve's, is, uh, you know, there in case someone gets stopped something stuck up their ass hmm. um and then there's a uh, miss bergstrom who could definitely play a uh you know stripper or hooker in the movie there's no question Work, about that working girl working girl working girl. Yeah, working girl i had a problem and i'm gonna need your guys help and uh what fox could be i, I don't know or he would fit in in this movie you've read fox the book is the, fox is the guy that that set her up that's the secure, security. Security. <laughs> <laughs> is the guy that set her up. Yeah. So, uh, Fox, you don't know this probably, and everyone else doesn't know this, uh, and you'll get into it, but uh, Nivez was unfortunately set up by one of her best friends and sent away to prison for a couple of years. And Silver Fox, I think you could play that character. I think that, that should yeah. be you. I'm the guy getting shit on. Yeah, you fired your best friend before. <laughs> you want to be the guy being shit on, Fox? Yeah. Nah, I don't want that either. Because so, hey, for me, what, what, what was your role, Porter? Well, I, I'm going to be one of the rap moguls, probably. <laughs> um, well, wait, what headphones are you wearing? Beat I'm by, wearing right? Beats. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably be one of those guys. Um, or just, you know, like, you know, an extra. But uh, is there anyone else that's missing? I, I don't know. Oh, uh, Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley, is, uh, he's... Uh, he's definitely... He's, 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 a guy, he's, he's the rat guy. And we don't have to say anything more about that to spoil that. Wilford Brimley would be the guy that wanted the rat. Oh, yeah, because he needed to get the, the <laughs> next edge. <laughs> he needed to take the next edge. No doubt about it. We cannot elaborate on that because that is an amazing story that you will hear in just minutes. Um, You'll never th- look at rats the same. No. No, and, or worms. Oh, wait, way. aren't you playing the interview before? So we're back in. So these are the roles. Oh, then Fox, because he didn't talk to her. I didn't talk no. to her. Not one bit. Um, do you want to do the 2000 predictions for 2019? Uh, I mean, I'm ready. So what can we inspect in 2019? Let's start with the least prepared, Silver Fox. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I have... I have no idea where we're going with this. Can I go third, please? No, you got to go first. You got to come up with something. What's going to happen this year? Who's going to get Me Too'd this year? Steve Harvey? Pete Harvey? 
we don't have to go to the Me Too movie. It could be anything. It could be the wall gets built. It could be. Hold on a second. Oh, oh, we'll take a minute. We'll take a. He's going inside. Do we want? All right, fucking Christ! All right, rim. Why were you outside? It's like four degrees. No, not outside. Had a little connection issue. No, that's never happened before. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. All right. So you guys want me to go first? Is that right? Yeah. Hold on. Give it a second. Now go. What's your prediction for 2019? I really don't have anything. I have no idea. <laughs> I've done no research. I've done nothing on this. I'm going to predict that, go off the wall here, that Porter gets hit by a bus. That's my Jesus prediction for fucking Christ. 2019. Jesus Christ. He gets final destination. Jesus. Yeah, what are you basing that off of? I, yeah. Zero. There's zero preparation. I have nothing on so that's what you came up with. I did. That's all I had. How often do people get hit by? How often do people get hit by a bus? I don't bus? think anyone gets hit by a bus these that's days. That's it. That's all I have. Just like nobody gets killed with a fucking icicle. No, no that's, that's more true. likely. I think. I think. I don't know. But, uh, I've seen some pretty large icicles lately. I think it can be done. We've gone through this without. Oh, officer. Maybe that's icicle. your prediction. Someone dies by icicle. That would be a better prediction than someone being hit by a bus. I think you're just mad because it was you, Porter. Why'd you pick me? <clears throat> well, you're the drunkest. Based off the last episode. Um, but, yeah, well, you can't just... That's a small sample size. <laughs> doesn't, well, Bruce Willis, doesn't Bruce Willis plunge an icicle into someone's eye at the end of Die Hard 2? Thank you, Rim Tim. I thought we were on opposite <laughs> sides, but I feel like me and you are becoming a lot closer now. <laughs> Your knowledge of Die Hard 2 is exceptionally further than mine. That's like the only Die Hard that no one watches, too. Yeah, Die Hard Two does suck. <laughs> but wow. if she, if, but maybe I want to rewatch it now after that comment. Mm-hmm. I do. I've, if I'm not mistaken, it's pretty late in the movie, too. Good talk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Riveting shit. <laughs> God, we're so bad. You know who's right? Dildos. Dildos. No, nice don't that. give Dildos no, any credit. Yeah, fuck that. Guy. Well, hold, let me give him. Let me give one credit to Dildos. First of all, creative man. Second of all, um, is it though? Yes, because he spelled Doze D O Z E. Oh, Dill space Doze. He was. Did we find out only, who the real Dildos is? No, but we have theories. Um, he's right though. We have. We wrote an outline. I sent it on Monday. Rim Tim printed it out an hour ago. Clearly, Porter hadn't been looking at it, and, and clearly the fox is like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. He's right. We're awful at this. I don't know. I thought my answer was pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah but part of the great – and one of the reasons we're great is because we're so bad. That's true. That's true. It, it is a lot like a bus crash, Porter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, unfortunately, unfortunately, is in your – Rim Tim, give us a prediction for 2019. All right. I have three. Oh, geez. Oh, here's a man okay. who's prepared. Yeah, oh, we got another. Yeah. We got another Reggie on our hands. Here we go. I have three as well. <laughs> First one. I will not be married this year. Okay. No one's. No oh. one's surprised by that. God, I hope that's true. Uh, second one. I think we're all going to be very underwhelmed by the next season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, me too. Fuck. Oh. Fuck. I hope fuck. I'm really wrong about that. Yeah. Fuck. Even more bothersome, I don't think any of this bullshit with Trump goes away. 
but I also don't think he. I still think he exits twenty nineteen as like the front runner for the GOP. Agreed. Agreed. I agree on that. Um, and be careful. Some people on this podcast podcast don't think it's bullshit. Uh, Fox. Hey uh, Fox, how many of those, when you were in St. Louis this weekend? Did you see any of those "Make America Great" hats again? Mm. Nothing. Just no response. God, no zero. God damn it! He's so bad at this. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go because I'm sure Porter has a good answer. Should we give Nevez's oh, Nevez's answer though? She did have a prediction for 2019. Her prediction is that the international madam rises to the top of the book charts. And we well, there's agree. no question about that. That's absolutely after this podcast, it's going up to a top ten, and then when the movie comes out, it'll be fucking number one for like ten years. Um, so I only have two. I only have two predictions for 2019. Well, I guess sort of three. Sort of three. Uh, uh, here we go. Porter, get a uh, drink. This is yeah, no, I, I, hey, you're right. I should go get another. Hey, one. Fox. Fox. At least I'm talking on the talk show. You know what I mean. Uh, Short answers, man. There's a lot of people on here. The rock. Yeah, I mean, Fox does a lot of physical things that we can't see because it's not on TV. If getting up, getting up the stairs is physical for Fox. All we, all that's physical that you ever hear is him opening and closing whatever fucking creaky door goes to his garage. <laughs> yeah, you do need some WD forty. I think. It's, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the only physical thing he does. All right, prediction one, The Rock, or somebody like that announces his presidency. What? Yes. Hey, I've been tweeting at The Rock. Have you seen my hashtag, uh, RockPorter2020? I'm not not done with my prediction. And either The Rock, Kit Harrington. Or Ann Coulter announced their run for presidency. Kit and Harrington you, can't run can, for president. Yeah. He's not born in America. Doesn't matter, dude. Mm, and it they does choose. matter. It's against the rules. Hey, Trump has broken all the rules. And look at him now. Hey, but he's look, fucking ruling shit. And if Kit Harrington runs, he'll run as vice president. His presidential candidate, Porter. Well, he is Porter. the king of the north. Porter. <laughs> Porter and the rock. Porter and Kit Harrington, or Porter and I like Porter and Coulter the best. Because I think Did you see my hashtag right the other day? I, I my hashtag was Coultergeist. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted at and Coulter and said hashtag Coultergeist. So, that's actually that, fucking. That's, that's actually great. very. That's actually really good. <laughs> I um, can't. That can't be the first time that's ever been said, but it's the first time I've heard it. It's, it's the great. first time I've No heard way. It's for it's sure it. the first time it's happened. It's no way in fuck that it's the first time it's happened because she looks like a horse. She looks like Dave Grohl didn't eat. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. Um, all right. And then my final prediction is that we've so much stuff has happened with Tita the Rump that I think finally the final straw. Wait, I what? Think we're, I think we're going to get a dick pic. I think from, we're going to get a Trump oh. dick pic. Yeah. Oh, I think it's, yeah. I think it's happening. Do you Somebody's think it's, got it. Do you think it's from an above shot in front shot? That kind of steals the 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 wind of what or whatever <laughs> what my prediction is. We have we'll give you a minute or two. So I don't know. I've never taken one. I'm Irish. 
So, like, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying right now, uh, but I think it's a baby dick. And allegedly, again, allegedly, we don't know. I'm not like, it's not like Hitler. We know that was a micro penis. Uh, by the way, I heard, uh, just heard today that Ava Braun, Hitler's like wife or girlfriend or whatever, shallow vagina. You so, just heard that today? She died just, like 70 years ago. Hey, I get my news when I get it. <laughs> but I heard shallow vagina and that they never were intimate because of her shallow vagina plus his micro penis. It was a bad deal. I don't know, allegedly, but it's out there. Well, wouldn't you think that would work together, though? That's I mean, exactly what I said. That's exactly what I thought. But, you know, here we are. Here we are in 2019. Shallow vaginas and micro dicks. Who told you this? The news. He said the news. The news told me it. No, I think he's got a news. <laughs> Who was it? He's got a source. <laughs> source close yeah, to Abram Brown. Who was it? <laughs> Some Russian soldier was like, yeah. Me, much like Nivez, I will not reveal my sources. Much like her. Yeah. Ah. Much like her. I keep my mouth shut. Shallow vagina, micro penis, Hitler, Ava Braun. 2019, what are we getting, Porter? Well, I mean, along the lines of your dick pic, it's, I'm not talking about dick pics, but I think this new uh, chick, the, the one from New York, who's the congressman, like, what's so her name, Ava, Ava, Octavio. No, no, uh, Alex, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, so before her. you say it, before you say it, let, do you know what she said the other day? And I think it goes along with the theme of this episode, the international madam. She said that the Democrats are going to run train, and this was in an inter interview, on the liberal agenda. agenda. <laughs> What does that mean? I, so she's gonna like she just really like doesn't like America or something. I'm not sure what her do you, know. do. You, do you know what run train means? That means to to like jerk off on somebody or something. Uh, <laughs> I really wish Nuvez was on this right now <laughs> to explain uh, it. To explain it for you, uh, Rimt. Believe it's one after oh another. Even the, even the biz knows this. The fox. Come the on. fox. Or the fox, Thank sorry. You. Forgot Thank my name. Uh, so train. how is she going to run train on the agenda? I don't get that. I, I, don't, I don't get it or care. But the fact that she said that they were going to run train in a national interview is fucking amazing. All right. What's well, how is that amazing? Trump says shit like that all the time. No, he does. Not like he that. He did not say run train. He did, well, he did say grab him by the What do you mean? Pussy. He said grab him by the pussy. Mm. Yeah. That was before he was president. Come on, give the guy some credit. No, I no credit. No. no credit. No, we won't be doing that. No, I just, okay, I think no you guys credit. are playing, yeah, you know, I think you're all of a sudden, it sounds like you're a fan of this Octavio or whatever her name is. And uh, <laughs> are, you, are you talking about Adam Octavio, reliever now for the New York Yankees, former of the Colorado Rockies? Uh, no, no, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of anyone that says run train on TV. That's who I'm a fan of. All right. What's your prediction? So I'm I'm fairly certain at some point in, in this year that uh, she'll have uh, nude selfies come out. There's no question about it. She's definitely done it, and there's people that really want against that are really going to be against her with her loud mouth and her agenda. She's definitely there's going to be boob pics and probably full frontal of her on the internet within six months. Well, that's a weird assumption, but why? Uh, well, what in? <laughs> you just said earlier in the show that you get sent nude pics not infrequently. Yeah, but that n none from politicians. 
Not by congresswomen. Not by women who were like Ivy League. Oh, really? Educated. Didn't we already discuss that Jeff Bezos is sending out dick pics earlier? And, and Reg is th saying Trump did. You think that some 29-year-old millennial hasn't done it? And she, let's face it, she's a pretty good-looking chick. I agree with I that. Uh, she is? Actually, so you're saying, Rimton, you don't think she sent a nude uh, selfie out before? Oh, I don't. I have no idea. I just think it's weird to assume that it's uh, suddenly going to come out. Like, like that for sure she has. Like, it's a foregone conclusion that anyone under, like, an age range do that. I don't know. I think that's weird. I do think. You think that's weird? We're making predictions on, any, like, he said, Fox said I was going to get hit by a bus. That was his prediction. <laughs> you think it's weird that I think a nude selfie is going to come out of a celebrity, which happens every other week? No, I just think. Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah, Brett Favre. Ben Afflesberger. I mean, this shit happens all the time. Jim. Yeah, Ripton. Like, dudes. <laughs> yeah. You, you're, really? Because yeah. there's naked pictures of pretty much every celebrity on the internet. That's a good point. I'm taking Porter's side on this. I don't like Rimtons and I don't like or Reggie's on this. Yeah, I, I don't know how Rimtim, being who Rimtim is and the life that he lives, yeah, you're laughing that lot. he could possibly like think that this is uh, an incredulous uh, assumption. He's got a point, Rimtim. Yeah, you got to defend crazy. this point. Let's hear you defend it, Rimtim. I think it's just very short-sighted just to think that so, just because... Short-sighted? How is it short-sighted? <laughs> You're basing it on nothing that, besides the fact that she's a woman, that there's a nude pick out there. That's what I'm basing it on. I'm basing it on the whole entire society that nude pics come out all the time. So why is it wrong that I'm, picking, on the Me Too movement. that I'm picking one person who happens to be a woman? So it's like all of a sudden it's sexist because I picked a woman? Is oh that what boy. you're saying? And oh you boy. get sent nude, nude pictures by women all the time? He he does take a stance on this show, Rem Tim. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, he's got to answer this. If he's going to call me out like that, he has to justify <laughs> his statement. So his logic. I can feel so the equity going. Back yeah, what now. is his logic, Rem Tim? Your logic seems really <laughs> poor right, here. Hold on, let me. So let me get this. So I will give you both of your guys' logic. So and they're both solid. So Porter's is that she is of a certain age, and these people live through the fappening, which you know. <laughs> Which was massive, which none of us looked at, by the way. None of us. What is the fappening? Oh, well, fuck, dude. Are you serious? It doesn't matter, Porter. You're right. I know I'm right. The fappening was that leak and then secondary leak of somebody hacked all the celebrities' phones and their, I, I guess their iCloud accounts, Rim Tim. And, yeah. Um, and released all their new photos. And, and, and Rim Tim, what were in those, uh, those iCloud accounts? Out of curiosity. Nudes. News. Of now that, that who took? Hold on, wait, Jesus Christ, Trump! All right, so and then Rim Tim's argument is that just because she's of a certain age doesn't mean she sent news, but she could have been playing. So if she's a if she is a ambitious person, she probably knew all along she was going to go down this path. So she's probably been very careful. Oh, and really? Because all politicians have been careful. Right, Reg? None of them have been <laughs> gotten in trouble for any of this. Uh, Should we go yeah, down the list? How about John how many, Edwards? How about how many, uh, Anthony the Wiener, President I of the United States? Yeah, Anthony Car Weiner. I'm sorry. I only know him by his online name of Carlos Danger. That's <laughs> the only So <laughs> how could you assume that a politician is smart? They're clearly oh, some of the dumbest people on the planet. They're just con artists. How many... Point. 
Woman's woman's the last female politician to send a nude pic. Good I don't questions. know off the top of my head, but I guarantee what's happened. Uh-oh. What about Sarah Palin? Her I boobs know. are Ruth, out there. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I also think you overestimate. I think you overestimate the amount of women that probably send nudes. It's not nearly that high. How many have you received this year or last year? You just said Over, you received. Under. A- now, don't don't give us an exact, please, for your own sake. I don't. Ballpark. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm not like it's not like I said. I don't get them. All right. So, how many do you think Wilford Brimley has gotten? I think Wilford Brimley probably gets them on the week. Like probably, I would say two to three a week. Yeah. Safely. So that's a lot then. So I'm back. But, so you're backing Porter now. Yeah, but no, Wilford but Brimley also, those swims major- swims in a certain. That's a different lane. Pool. <laughs> he swims uh, in a certain pool. If you know. Just what go I mean. on the internet. Go on Reddit. I mean, anywhere. Yeah. There's but girls the other, posting pictures of themselves naked everywhere, Rim Tim. You're I telling me that. that just because this girl happens to be running for Congress, that there's no possible chance she would do that? Is that there's your always, argument? No, no, hey, no. But, there, there's always a chance. She's already won. She's already won her election. But the assumption that it just—it's like a foregone conclusion that it's out there. Is what I didn't I, say a foregone conclusion. It's my prediction for 2019. I didn't say foregone so, conclusion. So the the best part is. You guys are arguing about this, but no one even questioned my Trump dick pic. <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> Nobody questioned it. Like, oh, yeah, that's probably there somewhere for sure. So anyways, moving on. Uh, but you guys argue this point. For 2019, and, you know, we'll find out. We'll move hey, on Rim Tim, that. just out of curiosity, if this, oh, nude, if this nude shows up this year, you know, I mean, are you, you know, what are you going to do? What's going to be, what's going to happen? We can, oh, I don't, I mean, it affects me. That's a threat. It's a threat. (laughs) It affects me none. We can make a bet. The thing that's the biggest threat is there's uh, video editing capabilities now that make it very easy to place people's faces on porn videos. And that's happening at like a real alarming rate with celebrities. Mm -hmm. Porter's doing that right now as we speak. Like there's a so there's likely already one of those of her, right? I mean that's probably already happened. A hundred percent, there's definitely. If Porter had that ability, he should be fucking editing this (laughs) podcast, not me. Yeah, that's true. I actually think it's like the 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 video the ability to do it is like very simplistic too. It's like you could just take one photo of Photoshop. I think right. No, (laughs) Jesus Christ, Porter. Good God. (laughs) Good God. <laughs> so we don't know what 219 will bring. Hopefully more arguments for us. At least 11 more struggling radio episodes, for sure. Now I'm really hoping that prediction comes true, just to throw it in Remtem's face. He's so, you're into the juice, aren't you, too, at this point? <laughs> oh, me? I'm a, I'm a bottle of red deep at this point, yeah. The, oh, uh, nice. so. I know you guys. You guys should do the show together. So we got to talk. Yeah, a we bit could about talk. We got to do a full-on wine show at some point. If you want, if you got to do, if you get to do your stupid wrestling show, I get to do a wine show. <laughs> oh, we're doing a wrestling show for WrestleMania. Um, we'll talk. You guys want to talk about the interview at all? Just prep people for it. It was phenomenal. She's amazing. Uh, much cooler than I think I anticipated. 
like just awesome down to earth the life that she's lived it was a fun conversation um easily the coolest person you'll ever hear in a podcast and i'm talking any podcast on any streaming ability or whatever the thing the thing i take away is that i think it's lost in a lot when you talk about anyone that runs illicit organizations is like the we were talking about this a bit like the the business savviness that you have to have is kind of unmatched anywhere in a in a corporate world. Like think about the different functions she's serving: HR, financial, operations. You're right. Management. She's running the entire business, paying people, handling the cash, uh, networking. Yeah, networking. All the sales, marketing, yeah. hiring, firing, like. Um, I, and I think that was, that was what was kind of reading the book is, you know, and, and which everyone should do. Everybody listening should, should read. I read it in three days. Um, and we should do that to support her because she was gracious enough to give us an hour and a half of her time. And then an hour with me yesterday, like, like yeah, I don't years, know what that was about. That's kind of weird, but, um, <laughs> I think she thought we were going to ask questions that we didn't ask. So, um, she well, we'll ask him to, next time, hopefully, if she comes back. Um, at very weird times, she's in Switzerland. Fuck, she is on a Saturday night. She spent an hour and fifteen minutes with us, with our software crashing every twenty-five minutes. Yeah, uh, that anchor, you gotta get that fixed. I mean, fine, we're one of your shows. I mean, if you need to get <laughs> us a tech guy, you gotta do it. Get us a sound engineer, a tech guy, a a real junior associate intern producer so we can finally fire the fox but check out new well no website. i mean we need someone to like train the no, you're not gonna fire me you could demote me oh I, I didn't think you were paying attention yeah, uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna hire like some like 18 year old intern to be fox's boss <laughs> that's fine i'm fine with that uh any other final comments on the interview? I thought it was great. I left that. I was like, holy shit, that was amazing. Uh, amazing stories. And um, I'm looking forward to editing it and putting it all together. Yeah, there's I not just, much to edit other than our, whatever we said. She was pretty freaking unbelievable. Yeah. She speaks Hopefully English very well. back on so I can be on with her. I don't um, know if she'd want to talk to you, honestly. I, I just want to well, listen. Although I did, so she runs. You can app. listen; it'll be on the internet in like a week. Okay, Porter. Okay, <laughs> but you won't. You won't know how to do that, will you? Viewers, viewers, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So, first of all, we got a lot of people to thank. We're going to start with our man, Bumpy One Hundred Three, the man, the myth at Bumpy One Hundred Three, the international madam. Find her on Instagram. Buy her book. It is a good read. You'll enjoy it. Hey, do you think Instagram. that Bumpy and the Madam ever crossed paths? We didn't even get to ask her about that. I, I think he was. He's he, when she left New York, he was ten. <laughs> so you're so, saying no? Good, good no, that's a no. <laughs> yeah. So no. So no okay. is the answer to that. But to be quite honest, if I can connect Bumpy to Nivez and I can get him further up in the game. Yeah, Nivez can definitely push his uh, cred up, no question. Without a doubt. Next month, we are going to talk about near-death experiences. We're going to talk about organ theft. Kevin fucking Spacey. Evidently, we have a, fire- do we have a guest lined up or no? Has uh, either have, one of our producers have, done that yet? We have. Uh, Tim, well, hold on. Rip Tim, we're, we're working on we, it. 
Working on it. Rim Tim, are we working on a boxer? Is that true? I, that, that needs to be done still. Okay. So we have lined up. We have two teachers, inner city teachers, that I think we're going to go to next month. Uh, we confirmed one uh, at the live show and another one I confirmed the other day. Uh, another topic we're going to go through is recasting the outsiders. Um, we're going to recast the outsiders with people of today. So we have the two teachers. And we may bring on, if he doesn't have too much to drink. Tom Cruise can K still play the same role, by the way, in that movie. Well, no question about it, it. Save it save it for the fucking show. Um, <laughs> uh, what role did he play? Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, I, was, I mean, he was one of the outsiders. That's all I know. Soda, soda pop. Soda pop. <laughs> he played soda pop. Soda pop. And uh, one of the Dillons was in that movie, too, right? Or both of Matt, them, maybe? Matt Dillon. He played Dally. God damn it, dude. Fuck. Uh, so sorry, I haven't watched that movie. Was is like forty years old. I mean, what do you want for So, fun fact: I know Rim Tim's going to know this. S. E. Hinton put her put the name S. E. Hinton as because she's a woman, so she didn't want to put her real first name in a book about teenage boys because she thought no one would read it. So it was written by a girl. So good luck with that one, Porter. Uh, what about C. Thomas Howell? What happened to his career? Oh, it took a big fat fucking. Maybe month. he'll come on the show. Grim Tim, you know him? I don't. I don't think so. Wasn't he in Red Dawn? Yeah, he absolutely, was in Red Dawn. So I feel like it's impossible to say his career took a big dump if he was in Red Dawn. He was also in that he movie played. with the volleyball, with the the beach volleyball. What was that one called? Side Out. Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also. He also <laughs> That's played. A good point. He was in a movie where he pretended to be black to get into the college. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was in that movie. Oh, I haven't that, seen that one. That, yeah, that <laughs> For a reason. No, yeah. Man, nobody's uh, the, seen it. Porter. The 80s were weird. <laughs> and then I think the last time we... It might have been Soul Man. Soul Man! I think it was Soul Man. Holy shit. Uh, wait, wait. Isn't Soul Man the fake movie with Robert... Like, the Robert Downey Jr. was in for... Tropic Thunder. Oh, I'm looking it up. It? Tropic Thunder was oh. Cruise, Cruise's best uh, role, though. Does anyone disagree with that? Holy shit, I'm right. It's Soul Man. All right. <laughs> Holy shit. Of course he's right. Uh, why, the, I mean, why would I even no. please doubt that? Yeah. But yes, so, you're absolutely right so, about Cruise. Yeah, the, well, what was he? Less, uh, what was his name in that movie? Less something? Soda Pop. No, <laughs> so, in uh, Tropic Thunder. He was oh, the agent. He, he was impersonating Harvey Weinstein in that movie. That's fucking true, by the way. Just I didn't so know weird. that. All right, I guess, yeah. we're, I guess we're the already agent, getting the, too much. The agent was Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yes, he was. He was. Uh, that was the beginning right. of the reconnaissance. Fucking funny, man. Edit that part out, please. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. All right. Here it is. The big interview with the International Madam coming up next. Uh, we we are sorry you had to listen to, listen to 60 minutes of this. But 70. it's the only... Well, there won't be eight minutes of this for sure. Uh, but please, please buy our friend's book, The, uh, the International Madam. Hit up Netflix. Tell them they got to make this show. It's wild. 
Uh, I'd like to. Yeah. Think- why? Why is Netflix waiting? You know how much fucking money they have? Like their revenue was sixteen billion last year. They can't give Nieves like seventeen million to make this movie. What does it cost to make a movie, Rim Tim? It's probably not even that much. It's significantly more than that. Seventeen uh, million. Movie? You can make an independent movie. You think Nieves wants to make an independent movie? She wants to have a. She wants to have a. She wants to have Anne Hathaway star. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Anne Hathaway's uh, rage probably more than that. Yes. Well, I mean, but think how much money they're saving. I already cast half the movie. We don't make much money. No. I mean, honestly, I'm going to ask for a little bit if I really have to get shit on. I'm going to ask for. <laughs> Struggling Radio is proud to welcome the international madam. Author of The International Madam, How a Woman Controlled the Worldwide Sex Ring, available on Amazon and probably everywhere else you can get books, I imagine. Um, you can follow Nivez Gadoni on her Instagram at International Madam or just search her name, which is N-I-V-E-S-G-A-D-O-N-I. Uh, it comes right up on Instagram, comes right up on Twitter. She's a follower of Struggling Radio on Twitter. I think we'll call her a struggleette at this point, you know? <laughs> Um, and so we are very, very happy here. Uh, just introduce the crew. Uh, you've already met him in the introduction. He's loud. He's obnoxious. This is Porter. No, I'm neither of those things. But uh, it's a pleasure to have you on, Nivez. So excited for this. Awesome. And then I don't need to introduce you to this gentleman. Uh, he is our creative content manager, executive producer, the Rim Tim, who will open it up by telling us how you were convinced to come on this show. Yes. Yeah. So I guess it'd be a little auspicious to say that I know we, well, given, given our trade, but um, perspective. So we were in Columbia last year, this time of the year, and we had gone on this uh, post new year, uh, new year's day, went to this Island kind of just like chill out for a day or so. And, because we had been in Columbia for like a week and kind of been running at 150 miles an hour. And so we were diving, and Nevis and she had another friend, Crystal, that was with her. They showed up on this island as well. And uh, it was pretty, well, we were both stunningly attractive, so they stuck out. And they were, but the only other young people, I feel like, that were around at the same time. And so we went diving, snorkeling, and my buddy was. I think my buddy Steve was talking to her at one point. She made some joke about, oh, and I had a boat in New York. I did this. And he's like, he laughed it off. And she's like, you don't think I had a boat, motherfucker? (laughs) And and so, uh, like, I remember that happening. And then I walked away. We were chilling out by this pool. And my buddy walks back over. He's like, have you talked to these girls at all? And I'm like, nah, you know, Steve said something about her having a boat. And he's like, that woman has the most incredible story I've ever heard. And I'm like, well, like what? Like, what are they doing here? Like, well, first off, she got pinched selling Coke. or I think you'll get to that. And she runs a high-level like escort service out of New York. She got deported. And I think it was at that point that I was like, okay, shut up. I need to go hear this from her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we ended up uh, – we ended up later, like, we went to, we all went to dinner that night. I, th- I think it was that night. And then back in Cartagena, and we were, afterwards, she was telling this story, and I was like, we were like, like, ha- I'm like is this true? Like, this sounds like a real, like a made-up movie. And someone said something like, you should, this could be a book. And you're like, 
there is a book. I literally wrote a book about this. It's coming out in a month. And we're like, yeah, right, whatever. And then she pulls up Amazon. And I think she forced us to all buy the book, but whatever the case <laughs> Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but legitimately, I like we I like I remember we purchased the book at the table, and I was like, "This is wild. No one's gonna believe us." Like, like went to Columbia, came back with this story about meeting this legitimate like international madame, and legitimately, it wasn't like I wandered into one of your establishments either. So, the, so a note on the book, and then we'll, we'll get into our, our our questions. It I read it in four days, which I'm you know. <laughs> You, I blew through it, and when, I, when we spoke yesterday, I'm like, you are the most interesting person ever. And, you know, you lived four lives. And, you know, when, uh, when, when were you pinched? Were you 25, 26? Yes. When you were – okay. So you lived so many lives in, in that short amount of time. It's wild. So before – just to give everyone an idea. So, so she ran a international – that's not just a clever name – international uh, escort service to a degree – in New York, extremely successful, connected to all kinds of people that we won't even talk about. Um, on top of that, um, you know, had a couple other successful businesses, college educated, um, and then got in some trouble and spent two years in two years, right? Yes. Um, oh my gosh, you, two years, hard time. Wow. Two yep. years. <laughs> and uh, I, got, I got through all the prison stuff last night. Holy shit. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, <laughs> and then you were deported back to your home country of Switzerland, and now you're running a couple of successful businesses, including an S and M club. Which you'll laugh. I had to explain to one of these guys what S and M was. So. <laughs> well, you know, if you're not into it, you 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 probably don't know it. Exactly. So, are um, you into it, Nevez, or is it just like your well, customers? I, I, I'm into making money, but no, it's not really something I would do privately. Really gotcha. Not. Okay. Well, I think the thing to stress, and we stressed this when we talked yesterday, is this is you know you're the business person, you're the boss. You're not. This isn't your game. You run right. it. You run it. And right. and and that, I think that's a perception that people probably have of you, right? Like, hey, if you're if you run this, you must be involved with in it, and, and that's not true, right? No, that's that's not true. No, I have never been an escort. Um, I was a stripper for like three months, but I'm a horrible stripper. I can just talk. I talk here to death and you will spend money, but I'm just not like, I just saw my, uh, you know, my, my gift is more like running something, managing something and convince people to spend money they don't want to necessarily spend. <laughs> where does that, so where does this come? Because you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. People can say whatever you want, but when, right. when, you, when you read your book, like you're an entrepreneur and you're an you know, you've hustled just as much as anybody running a regular business would. You know, you were out Absolutely. meeting with clients, you were you were coordinating with suppliers. It's very it's very similar. So where's that where's that drive come from? Well, I've always been like this. Like even when I was a teenager, I moved out when I was fifteen. Um, I, I was paying my own college situation because my parents said if you don't live in our house, you gotta pay all your bills by yourself. And they thought I'm gonna move back, but I didn't. So I worked um, like you know to like wash dishes you know, in a pizza place. And then actually I worked at a strip club at a very young age, but I was just a drinker. Now, this is something over here that basically you're getting paid just to drink with clients, but I didn't dance because I was 16, Man, that 17 like years old. that sounds like a great job. Right. Drink and make money. Yeah. <laughs> it, is. it is. And it actually worked at that time well. And that's how, you know, my best friend, she was a little bit older than me. She was a working girl. 
and I was giving her a lot of clients. And then at one point she said, Hey, do you want to have a cut? Cause I'm making so much money. That was like the good times back in like, you know, beginning of the two thousands. Was this and, in Switzerland or? Yes. In, yeah. Was that was, yeah, that was in Switzerland. And, and she was a pretty young girl, very smart as well, but she just liked to make money that way, you know? And, and at one point she just said, I want to give you something. Cause I make like 10 grand a night easily. Jesus. Right. Wow. And I was in school. So, and, and by us, it's like you, you would learn your job. And at the same time, you go to school and they just give you like maybe 500 a month plus they pay your school. But you have to work four days a week. And, you know, you can't really survive with 500 bucks. So I started this whole little business and I just started a strip club. I met these great clientele and more girls came and more girls came. And, you know, I just hooked them up. But I was really fair. You know, I made sure everything is straight. I gave them way too much money. And with time, I changed that whole thing you know because i'm like okay even if i give you 50 percent, you're gonna be more than happy you know right. and, and and back then girls would make like seven eight grand for three four hours you know it was it was it was pretty decent so at, a, at the age of 17 18 i made a weekend two to four grand holy shit holy shit well these guys were asking about you know financials and i didn't know how much you wanted to get into that but because you do right. touch on it in the book when when you yeah. were rocking and rolling you were making 80 grand a month well, that, the thing is this, every month is a little different, right? Um, sure. Now, I did have a lot of costs because you have to imagine I have all these apartments, I have security, um, you know, so there's definitely costs, you know, with that. So at it the, depends. Uh, it was between 15 and 80. How, how many uh, people were working for you when you had it going, um, like, cranking really well? Like about 35 to 40 girls. Wow. Yes. And then plus and, security? Well, security was like more necessary if they have to drive somewhere outside of New York. I have a driver, which is security as well. Um, in the city, they have cabs, and I just have people that I could call for an emergency. But, you know, usually, like, I know these people, and I know a lot about them, and they would not really, like, be into doing something stupid. Mostly. It's mostly older guys, too, so, like, they're not, you know, really wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, per percentage-wise, because I think it's all about, you know, we were talking yesterday, but for America's fucked up, right? Like, we, we have a weird perception of sex, and I think yeah, Europe is, is, yeah. is I think much so more, too. you know, we'll, we'll show people getting beaten to death on, you know, nighttime television, but we won't show half a titty, you know? It's just, right, it doesn't right. make sense. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think the perception of your, your profession is that, you know, these are all creeps or these are all perverts. Right. It's, and it. And and we're talking yesterday. Not really. It's, these are no. these are normal clients, like a bagel place, as people that come in every day for bagels, right? Right. And I mean, if somebody just wants company, I mean, a lot of them they want to have dinner, company, or just have somebody on their side. Um, and and some of them, yeah, they have weird requests, but it's nothing compared to Switzerland. Um, in, in the states, it's more like they want to get to know somebody, and then maybe they have some freaky requests, you know. But they really not pushy. Over here, it's like on the menu. Because, you know, we have an internet site. It's like on the menu what the girl can offer because it's just legal. And it's, you know, it's like a menu you can choose from. <laughs> and in the States, it's usually really just the hour or the overnight, you know, regular. Everything is like, you know, it's, I mean, we don't even talk about it because it is, it's not really like you can say, okay, I'm selling sex. You just sell the time. So mm -hmm. I would never, if a guy says, well, is sex included? I would never answer that because it's not legal, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just like you, we already don't have an understanding, the girl as well. And I would never have a girl that will play stupid because that's just not going to be okay for the client. But if he's being pushy or forced or anything, she can leave at any time. So, and, you know, one of the questions uh, I think Porter had on her is, and I like the way he phrased it, are the girls that work for you a pain in the ass? And how often do you fire people? And I imagine you're dealing with, so you're, you're a professional, you're a business person, you got right. your shit together. 
Right. You're dealing with girls that are 18 to 25, 30, you know, right. you know, and even men at that age are, are awful, you know? Right. No, um, I definitely. So yeah. how often are they a pain in your ass? <laughs> so now when I have my establishment here in Switzerland, it's a little bit different. So they get fired all the time. Because it's very simple rules, but if you don't oblige the rules, you out. In New York, it was the same thing. It was just if you ever want to call one of my clients privately, you're going to have to pay off for that. Because I had like one instance, I think in the whole time, that I knew for a fact she was calling the guy because he called me and said, well, she's disturbing me. Even he gave out the number, you know. And, and then I had to go to a place and tell her, well, now you owe me a lot of money because you've been seeing the guy for way less money, you know. Um, but that was like two or three times I had instances where I had to fire girls. The rest of them, they left when they had relationships or, you know, they, or they finance something because I don't want to have girls who just depend on me. They can right. make that money on the side. I want to have educated, good-looking, smart girls. Um, they don't just wait until I call them, you know. They need to have their lives together and then eventually exit because I can't even use the same girls at all the time, you know. They right. need to go and come and go and bring friends in. And that's how actually you meet the greatest girls uh, is in college, you know, I went down to the NYU for sure. Um, really? Because that was one of my questions. It's like, yeah. is a lot, are a lot of your, especially here, I mean, I know in Switzerland it's different because it's right, legal, right. but in, in New York was the people trying to get through school, and I mean, obviously Manhattan's ridiculously expensive. Right, right. Absolutely. So it's tough to live on your own. And you were, you, I mean, I, I don't know if you can say where you were, but you were like, you were right in the mix of the most oh, expensive absolutely. place in the country, right? Oh, I, can, I can talk about it. I was living in the Diamond District. Um, cause there was like, Fuck. I could pay rent with cash <laughs> and, uh, but eventually I, I got kicked out of the apartment too. Like not kicked, but it was like, I had an issue with the, with the owner cause he would just go in high up with the rent cause he knew I was doing something, but he couldn't really know what it is, but you know, the rent was pretty high. Him? Um, cause you know, obviously when you first come to the States, uh, I didn't have a green card. I just was going with the, with the tourist visa until I figured out what I'm going to do. And then eventually I got married and, uh, oh you know, my gosh. you oh, did yeah. get married. So that, is that not in the book? I couldn't, cause I know you, at one point you had a hyphenated last name. Well, yes, I, I did get married and, and, um, was that oh. so you can like stay here basically? Well, I can't really touch on that, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you can imagine it. You now it just, um, I, in the beginning I had to figure it out, you know, cause I just came to New York, but I was so motivated and, um, I just worked at the strip club. I was selling watches just to save money. It wasn't like my long-term plan. And when I met this girl actually at the club, she was already running an escort service. And she did it though with back page and stuff. You know, she had like more like the, the girls that run away from home and I didn't want to do that. So I just learned from her how to handle it all. Like how to, how to regulate, how to get apartments, how to make advertisements, like with the whole marketing. Yeah, I was wondering about that. How do you do that, being that it's illegal and whatnot? Like, how do you market? Well, well you always have to think, like, I mean, you can illegal, have a website. He says illegal and whatnot. Well, <laughs> well the thing is this. Hold on. To, to, ha to, be an, to be an escort is legal if you don't sell sex, right? You just sell mm -hmm. your time and go and be like, you know, an arm candy or whatever. And, and that's how you can have a website. But, of course, you always want to come down. And so I had this guy in Jersey he was like some, you know, some weird like internet freak. And he figured it out really well. Because, you know, I, I'm not really good with that. But I started to be really good with advertisement online. And for nine months, I went out every night. I went to every golf tournament, to every charity event, to every place just to network. And I had little like black cards. And, and I would just give them out. And then with time, after nine months, it hit. 
like everybody was calling. Then they saw, okay, this is a great service because it's discreet. Uh, the girls are nice. They, they're very on time because, you know, we Swiss people are extremely on time. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah, I, I watches, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Gosh, <laughs> that's a great one. I will pick up my phone until 6, 7, 8 a.m. It doesn't matter. I'm here. I'll bring you, you know, whatever you want. So um, that, was, that was definitely a, a plus because a lot of these escort services, you call the girl, don't look like the picture. She's ugly. She don't speak English, like whatever the case it is. And I had really nice girls. But of course, the price was pretty high as well. But with time, it just got around. So I started with Wall, Wall Street. I would just go down there to Cipriani's. That was my favorite spot. You know? <laughs> and uh, I had friends, like Italian friends from over here. They introduced me to a lot of good people. So with time, you just meet and meet and meet. So I went from Wall Street to like uh, more politics, then to Hollywood people. And it just, you know, with time, you don't really even have to do advertisement no more. Because it's just like, oh, this is a friend of my friend. You know, I got the number. Because all those people are connected and they all want to be discreet about it. So right. once, you're, once you're in, it's kind of like it just exactly. snowballs. But it was a really a pain in the ass because I had to go play golf. I had to go do <laughs> <laughs> If you need golf lessons, I will fly to Switzerland and help. Porter you. is very yeah, good at yeah, golf. Okay, okay. But the thing is this. I have – my tits is just in the way. It's just not <laughs> <laughs> But, no, it's, the thing is this. I'm we'll good get you some longer clubs. Okay. But I have short <laughs> arms then, though. <laughs> but no it was it, it's it gonna was, be hard work but we'll get there don't worry i mean it was just sometimes it was like okay when is this gonna pay back you know but and then it really did because it just takes time like definitely if it's a mouth-to-mouth situation that you know just people have to talk about it and then you know i will go find girls at clubs because if you go to new york if you're in new york um, you see all these pretty girls under the week in the clubs they work like 90 percent of them they work huh. in girls and you just have to like, that's why I had to spend money on, Oh, um, get, um, get a, a table, have celebrities with me, have, you know, good looking girls with me, just spend money and look like money. So they're going to come up to you and, and going to talk to you anyway. And then it's easy to like, kind of, it's, it's not really manipulation, but it kind of is. Um, especially if they don't work or they're just strippers so far, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I'm, I don't really want to go with the strippers because they just have a different attitude. I just rather like educated girls or models because that's what they do. <laughs> you know? They come so the, be- the, best, the best workers were like the college students. Is that really what it was? Well, well, no. I mean, of course, they are, I mean, they be they loved a lot by the guys, of course. But they're really hard because, you know, then they have a boyfriend. Then they don't know how to act. I mean, I had an amazing group of college girls because I just picked one up. She actually came up to me. And then she brought all her friends in and they were making a lot of money for me and they made a lot of money, but they started to go into the lifestyle of like, you know, getting high and drinking all the right. time and mess up in school. And I told them like, that's not the purpose of this. Even you're making so much money that you never seen, but you, you really messing up yourself, you know, and I can't have girls who are high all the time. And then, you know, they started to do other drugs and, and it's just like one girl. I was really disappointed because she was my number one girl. And she started just to be loud about her job. And I don't ever want to have a girl that going around and says, oh, I'm a prostitute. Like, don't ever do that. Because you're not. I'm not going to look at you that way, you know? Yeah, that's and, probably not good for business. Yeah, it's really bad. Because, you know, my, my no. friend saw her outside of One Oak. I don't know if you guys know that club. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and I have a lot of friends there. I know these people there. And, and they would just say, listen, your friend is out here trying to sell, you know, her ass after 4 o'clock. On the street. And I'm like, oh. you know, but she was really like getting high and falling down. So I said to her, she got to take a break and, and not like, you know, not 
communicate with me so uh, i can't help them so one of the it's one of the things that cracked me up yesterday, and 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 I'm get you you read your book, and and I'm just I think about where I was at 24, and your age range and what you were doing, and how you were not terrified because you're you know you're gonna find yourself in situations with powerful people, big right. just physically large people, and tell these dudes about your how you kept yourself safe. It <laughs> crushed me yesterday. Well, it, of course it happens when somebody sees you making money or they just watch you, or you have an issue because somebody doesn't want to pay, or there's an issue. So I never ever said to anyone, well, I'm the boss, not even to the girls. Of course, if they're friends of mine, they will know. But I always said, I work for Igor, and Igor don't play. And he's a crazy <laughs> Russian guy, and, and you know, he's gonna fuck everything up. Because when he gets mad, just people, you know, they, 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 they disappear. So, <laughs> and all along this, is like, so is this, this is so genius. This is so genius. Because, you know, I'm 5'2". I'm, I'm like 115 pounds on a good day. Uh, so but back Porter, then I was very skinny. Yeah. That's why she'll have trouble golfing. She's 5'2". She's got the big bolt-ons. It's not going to be easy, Porter. <laughs> right, hey. but you know, nobody will respect it, right? I mean, if I come and have a big mouth, they're just going to say, well, you're a short, you know, little European chick. You need to move. Yeah. So you, so you, the other thing that happens, so you get, so you get, you get set up basically. I mean, there's no other way to phrase it. You get set up by a friend of yours, right? A close right. Friend. It was like a brother to me, to be honest. Yeah. It was like somebody I called a brother. He called me a little sister and we know each other for a very long time. And we chatted a little bit about this yesterday, but have, right. have you ever spoken, have you spoken to him since? No, I have not. So, um, and I wouldn't either. Um, well, tell so the get, story first. Well, yeah, yeah. Give us the story. It's intense. Right. So, um, I mean, this business was just for me to make money, right? So my, really, my passion was managing in the music industry, in the entertainment. So I was a, um, an intern at Sony Records. And I was just learning, learning, learning. And, and I actually brought in some, some deals. Wait, so you were interning stuff. at a major corporation while you were running this other company? Right, but, but nobody knew about it. And then, of course, I, I really wanted to have... A, a How did you ever sleep? I don't, but New York, you don't sleep. <laughs> no, oh. but it was, it was really like, because it was a friend of mine too. So he introduced me to a lot of people and I was really like having then my own artist at one point, two of them actually. And because I'm really good at networking with time, you just know everybody. So now this guy, all right. So, okay. um, you know, he was the head of security of Bad Boy Entertainment and he was a really close friend of mine. Uh, at one point he was even dating my friend. And um, and that's Christina in the book, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, that's. I figured that was not yeah, yeah, a yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's so, okay. Just so people who read the book know who it is. Right, right, right. But he really hooked me up in a lot of like so many times. He got me to the right places, introduced me to people, and he definitely made me come further than I would have without him. You know. And um, yeah, so we would hang up in the free time, and we always go to Harlem and to like really the hood spots, which is not my place really to be there, but. It was cool for me. So even back there, I was playing poker. I was playing blackjack with these people. And I was just really protected over there. Now, one day, he came up to me and he said, well, I have a huge issue. Something happened. And he kind of like told me a little bit about that he's in trouble, but not too much about it, you know. And uh, I said, well, I don't even know it and I don't want to know it. Because the more that you know, you're just going to be involved somehow. So he asked me, like, um, if I could have given any kind of hookup for drugs and I said no I can't do that because you know for one I, I'm not really I don't really know too much about it you know about business how this works and then again I just don't feel comfortable 
because you know the escort stuff i have it down i have studied it i have you know like thought of every way i could get called or whatever and and i wouldn't um but the drugs and you didn't really you didn't need additional business either you were you were killing it too. right right so you didn't uh, that's on that. top and and i didn't know really like, again i was more i wasn't worried about the police i was worried about like getting robbed or something get involved in something i don't want to you know be involved in um so he kept convincing me and um in the end i gave in and then he wanted to bring in my boyfriend at that time fiance and i just said no and even i said you know i don't want to be in the middle if something goes wrong our friendship is going to be fucked and it's just an issue right so i'm gonna do it myself and yeah i remember he introduced me to somebody i met up with the guy uh, i gave him a sample and uh, i think he called me back a few hours later and he said oh i want a huge amount and i said i can't do that because it's just weird and even my Fiance said, like, listen, you, this don't sound right to me. But I told him because I'm so hard-headed, you know, I said, shut up and sit down. That's my business, not yours, you know? <laughs> so we actually, we said, you know what? We're going to go for a half a kilo. And I'm going to sell this to you one time and never again because I don't want to be involved in this. I'm doing a favor for a friend who has some issues, right? Um, and we met up at the Haru Sushi on the Upper East Side. It's a really fancy sushi place. And, uh, you know, when I got there, I see the guy coming in, I ordered some wine, and he was sitting across from me, just really weird. Like, I just knew something is, he's nervous or whatever. So, um, I told him, like, to order something and act normal. So, he just says, really loud, like, louder than normal, like, I got the money. I don't so, like where this story's going. It's not bad. Right, right. It's, it's not good. It's here. not good. Right, but in that moment, I'm like, this happened in seconds, right? So, when he said that, he looked... Like I was, my back was turned to the door and to the window. He looked past me outside and I turned around and I just saw lights, you know? Oh. And in that second, they stormed the whole place and they acted like they arrested him. Um, and then they arrested me too. They just read my rights. They knew obviously a lot of stuff about me that, you know, they were watching me, obviously. And they took the, because I made a little gift. I mean, it was just right after Christmas. It was on 27th of December, 2012. Um, and I made a little gift with the drugs. <laughs> so yeah. they took that, and they brought me into the car, and they said, so we're going to go to your house now. Where do you live? And I just said some address in Harlem, <laughs> just to get involved. <laughs> you know, and uh, just to think, you know. And they're like, we know where you live. Um, so you got to tell us what's up. And I'm like, damn, in my house right now, it's not a good situation for you guys to be there, you know? So <laughs> I just didn't yeah. say anything. And they said, well, we're just going to go and, and break the house. So in the house was my fiance, was some other friend of his. It, it was a lot going on in the house. And of course, there was a lot more drugs in there, unfortunately. So, so, and this is, you go through this in the book, the, the international madam, this is Nivez Gadoni going through when she was set up by who she calls a brother right. at, at 24, 25, 24 at that time. And, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And then you, you start, you start the book in the interrogation too. And eventually, uh, they kick you in the chest. Is that correct? And right, knock I you guess, straight on your back. Yeah, there was a bad cop and a good cop, and I just wasn't about to talk because um, they said, "Now you have to tell us the truth, or you're gonna get 25 years." And um, I said, "You know, I need an attorney. I'm watching all these shows on TV, and I'm gonna have an attorney." <laughs> Law and order. <laughs> well, all the CSI and all that. Ah. Women. But um, I just said, you know, I, I don't even know. I know, I, I mean, I have a problem right now, you know, because even in the car, he said, this is NYPD, this is the New York State Police, this is DA and FBI. 
and now you have is that problems. when you knew you were fucked is that when you knew you're like this is for well, real well i wasn't believing it because i thought like this is this they can't look for me because i'm not nobody important in this like i'm not you know i mean i have sold small amounts to, to clients or even given them for free you know if they make like 10 hours i give you shit for free because obviously in new york that's all you know they really care about that kind of stuff yeah particularly wall street yeah and, and especially you know instead of making one hour you go in 10 hours for my business that's amazing Mm-hmm. So I wasn't about to make drug money. I was even not like I, I didn't even mix it up. I just give them the way I got it, and I had a good a connect, you know. Um, so it was really good stuff too. It was not like you know cut up or whatever. And uh, you know, so I'm like I'm not even the person they want to look for because I did this one time and I get caught. Like, how how bad is that, you know? Um, so one guy was really nice to me, of course, and one guy was really angry. He got a red face as well, and he wanted to like you know. I was chained to the stair to the to the chair, and they were. Yeah, they were pretty harsh to me. So, uh, because the people who were in my apartment, I got charged with that as well uh, for oh. all the, the drugs that were in there. But because I already get charged, I took all the charges on me and not to have the other people involved as well because it was really my mistake. You know, it was so you my. Go, then you go from there, and and for for, for those who haven't read the book, uh, I, 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 spoiler alert here: I don't want to ruin anything in the book, but right. she she never squeals, uh, which is which is which. I, I mean, how many times did they come back to you? Once did you get a good lawyer right away? Or were no, you not, not right away. Not right away. No. Unfortunately. Um, I mean, first you just you get booked. You know, they take your fingerprints and stuff and take a picture, and then you go get trans. You go to the to the courts, right? And then I had this lawyer from the state, the free lawyer. How you call it again? Um, a public defender. Yeah, a public, public defender. defender. Yep. And they just ask, ask questions where I'm from. And then they even said, because I had a green card, but they said, well, you're from Switzerland, so my bond was really high. It was three hundred thousand. And, oh. and uh, they offered me 15 years. And I said, no, I'm oh. not guilty. So they, came, they bring you to Rikers Island. And I was there, obviously, for a while. And then I was able to hire some lawyers from then on, you know? Because they took so all my money from the house, but I had some money in different insurances. So, we've got, so we, we've got some prison questions, as you can imagine. Um, yes. because, mm-hmm. because I just think of who you are and going into prison. Right. Like, like you're, you're a tough character, but you're not built like a tough character oh, you know no. what i mean like no, you're, if you're five fan. two you're beautiful all that stuff but like, you're unbelievably street smart so i would think that you could like you know start running your own ring inside the prison or something <laughs> well, if and you really porter, would have wanted to and i but, finished the, like I, said, I finished the book last night and one of porter's questions was you know are are, are shower fights real or and like yes boom the, within was that like your first day that my happened? first day was pretty bad that was in rikers island i went to take a shower and a girl got stabbed with some something right in front of me and i just turned around i didn't see it because i didn't want to get involved with nothing and that's something i never got involved in other people's problems because that's how you get more problems and i was just doing my time i respected everybody and that's how the respect came back but of course people want to try you especially when you're sh- short and you're not from there you know you're a foreigner uh, they're definitely going to try you jesus christ but i made the, some good uh, friends i mean i have friends to this day we still chat we still have a chat and we tell still talk. me about the wet t-shirt contest in prison how does that even happen <laughs> well, how no, excited no. were the guards <laughs> wait let me ask no. something about rikers island first so there's okay. is there a male and a female side or or how does that work no, well there's, there's a male side and a female side but the guards are mostly males of course okay. there's females as well uh and it, it is really like rikers island is just not a good place to be and the rules just don't it's not really right like men do search you and i'm not okay with that i mean they make searches not strip searches but searches and uh, when you take a shower they basically watch you well and we know we know like prison guards it's not a high-paid gig 
you know, it's an hourly gig with some decent benefits. So you get, right. you get fucking assholes. Right. right. A lot of them, they are like ex, um, you know, they were in the war and stuff. They were soldiers. A lot of them, you know, they're a little bit messed up in the head. Definitely. Have you ever seen that Netflix show? What's the one with the prison? Oz. Are you talking no, about the, uh, no, the oh. orange, orange, orange is in the black? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That was actually black. filmed. That was filmed in Taconic, and Taconic is uh, is like it's not, what they film is not how it really is. I have to be honest. It's way worse than what they film. So once again, Hollywood lies to us. This is a common theme on this podcast, Evis. That what? I don't think that the people in Hollywood are really telling us true stories about what it's like. Well, speaking of Hollywood, like, we've talked about this. This. Uh, we're like we don't have enough time to get into all the detail. Your fucking story has to be. You got to get somebody behind yeah, it to make a yes. show, make a movie. It's first of all, it's funny. It's wild. I know there are you know there's there's probably people that'd be nervous if you made a show because they'd be <laughs> right. outed. Um, yep. But you can do that like without like this is our list of questions. When I sent this last night, I'm like, there's no fucking way we're gonna touch on all this shit because your life is so interesting. We'll just get to what we get to. But like, right. this has got to be a show. Yeah. Have you thought about who should play you in the story of your life? Like, I'm thinking Good Jennifer question. Jennifer Lawrence possibly, <laughs> Anne Hathaway maybe. What? Yeah. <laughs> well. Somebody. Those are the only two actresses whose names I really know. So, oh, no. um, I think she's too, too like she's too soft. Yeah, yeah you're right. I agree. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence is probably more maybe. More or the, the girl, right or, or the lady that was playing in The Wolf of Wall Street, the, the wife. Oh, Margot. Yes. 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 I like her, and but uh, I definitely work on. I want to actually have a Netflix series, plus I want to have a movie, and I'm working on it. But I'm still looking for investors because um, I have all the rights to the book, to the to the trailer, and um, now I want to do a pilot. And when I have the pilot, I already have con contacts to Netflix. Needs, I'm ready to invest right now. You just send me the, where I, uh, the yes. routing number and account. And good, I'll send the good. Right <laughs> no, actually, the guy who did the trailer is a really close friend of mine, and he would write it. He he did school for it. He's a writer, like screenwriter. He's on it right now, so that he can present something. So, so uh, if you guys, if you want to watch the trailer, it's on YouTube. It, it's very easy. Uh, you just Google or YouTube uh, Nivez's name, which is right. N-I-V-E-S-G-A-D-O-N-I, or or YouTube the International Madam. You'll be able to see it easily. Mm -hmm. um, so, tell us about the wet T-shirt contest. We got to get that right, out. Right, right. So, my my birthday is January first. Um, so oh, we, we almost have the same birthday. Which oh, I choice. laughed about. My daughter's birthday is January first. Wow! As well. Wow! So. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's always right. a party on your birthday. Right, right. So um, I had actually a really because I was a long time in the same block, and I had a cool relationship with a lot of girls. So we had set up the the the, the CEO to just not be paying attention, and then we all had this T-shirt on. We did the wet T-shirt contest, and it was funny as hell. And they made me a little card, and you know they put it together with toothpaste and different like magazines to put together something. <laughs> it was so nice. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we created stuff. We made cheesecake. We made stuff with nothing. We built like a lot of stuff. Even Thanksgiving, we all got together and ate together. It was amazing, actually. But then it was of course bad situation. You know, fights and and over TV shows we've had fights and just. Every day something. So we were actually what, the worst blocks. What TV show would people fight over? Was it Law and Order? Well, I was Judge watching, Judy, I'm guessing. No, I was watching <laughs> Sex and the City and Desperate Housewives. And uh, they wanted to watch something else. And when I'm on the TV, you're not going to take my remote. That's the one thing. I'm not somebody that's like, you know, crazy or want to fight. But you have to stand your ground. If you don't do it, they're going to play with you all the time. And I remember one time I got robbed. Somebody stole my cigarettes. And I didn't say nothing to the officers, of course. 
even everybody was really mad because I always give. I never just say I have something and nobody can have nothing. You always Are share. cigarettes the biggest currency in yes, prison? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's like that kind of, So anyway, I knew who stole it. I knew it exactly. And this lady would steal from everybody. She's a kleptomanic, crazy woman, older woman. But she was older, so I'm not about to go and fight her. So what I did is... When the officer wasn't watching, I put her face in the toilet and I flushed, just to give her a sign. And, <laughs> and, and the thing is, because everybody hated her, because she would always go and snitch to all the officers what they did to her. Uh, even she's the wrong one. She would just stay, steal and steal and steal. So I got a little bit famous over there. And you gave her a prison swirling. I you did. gave her a swirling. I yes, did. she did. That's fine. And then. Great. When the, when the sergeant came, he was like, because he hated her, you know, too, because she made so much trouble. And he just laughed. He couldn't stop laughing. And she was crying. And she's like, you know, just say the truth now, Lopez, because that was my, you know, last name back then. When I was married, was Lopez. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, because she always <laughs> will call the, the officer. But she always, you know, fucks up stuff. So, yeah. So it was funny. But everybody was like, thank you that you did that, because I couldn't hit her. She's an older lady. And yeah, I mean, older, she was like 40 something, you know? Oh my gosh. Hey, careful. Some of us are, you know. No, no, I know. I'm 31 too. Now. <laughs> no, no, but she was older than me, you know? So I was like, I'm not about to hit this woman. This is stupid. But you have to really defend yourself because if you don't do it, people will play with you all day. And they will do really horrible stuff to you. So you don't want to be the victim. No. Um, so. So the interesting line of questioning we have. Are, are you doing okay on time? You still yeah, have a couple yeah, minutes? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, I love this question. I think this is a maybe a Porter question that he wrote. <laughs> of course. So it is, is is Switzerland the best country in the world? And part two of that, if you could, and without getting into specifics, you can't get into. Would you come back to the states if you could? I mean, Switzerland is really good when it comes to health insurance. It's clean. Uh, you have good salaries, like, you know, but it's boring. Everybody has a nine to five. And I'm a hustler and I can't hustle over here the way I used to or just making it smarter. You know, I wouldn't do anything illegal. Obviously, I learned from my mistakes, but it's, it's, it's a little bit more difficult in that sense. Do you go to other European countries for business, like Amsterdam? Or that's not even a country, but it's a city. But, right, right, yeah, right, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you um, know, Italy, France. Now, the thing Sp is Spain. Spain is very beautiful. I can see a lot of that stuff going on in Barcelona. Well, you know, he goes I have, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I, I, have, um, I mean, I have clients everywhere as well in Dubai and stuff. And, and if I have oh, a client wow. requesting something, I will definitely send a girl because I have a lot of girls here or, you know, everywhere in Germany. I have a lot of girls, actually. Um, and, and if it makes sense, it does. But it's I want to kind of distance myself from the whole business. I have set up something new. It's called Aphrodisia Ace, and that's a concierge service. Now, because... The requests, I don't want to have the regular escort stuff no more. If somebody has a freaky request, if it doesn't involve kids, animals, or rape, or violence, I can set that up for you, but it's going to be very expensive. Animals? Poop. Yeah, but people have, like, requests. Poop, Poop like, is on the table, right? Well, it and is, that was, it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> Germans. So, we were talking. <laughs> yeah. That's a German thing. Well, it's, it's, um, I'll tell you this. In Switzerland here, I, I kind of shifted to S&M, right? S&M is domination, uh, even like submission. And that just makes way more money. And the Thank clients... you for explaining that because I'm sure our listeners aren't all aware right, of it. Right, right, right. So that's more like a fantasy. And some people, they go really far because they've been doing it for a long time. Um, and, uh, you know, some people they request freaky stuff and it's expensive, which makes more money for the girls, more money for me. And those clients are really, you can count on them. You know, they, they just, they, they, they they're totally it. hooked. Right. They're totally, exactly. They're exactly. always going to come back if they're, 
Right. They're right. always going to keep taking it to another level, basically. Right. And and here you got to see we have like the highest salary. So the 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 middle like salary is probably eight nine thousand a month. Uh, maybe your bills are three four thousand if you live really you know uh, you know pretty pretty good. And so you have all this money. So here people do a lot of drugs and, and prostitution. And it's the, the regular price here for prostitution got really low because it's legal. So we have all these girls here from Romania. And I just wanted to do something different that makes sense. So the more money they make, the more money I make. Uh, just, you know, just a quick aside. Are you hiring in like your accounting department? I'm kind of thinking Switzerland <laughs> might be like a, a good place to, to relocate. Maybe uh, for me, I'm just like, I'm just spitballing here. I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, for the visa, it's probably not too easy because Switzerland uh, really is protective. I mean, Switzerland is anyway a weird place if you think about it. It's a neutral country. We never have war here and all the money is here. So, you know, something is going on that we don't know. But I'm okay with living here. I'm a Swiss citizen. So it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, so the requests are pretty wild. And um, what what do you look at? Because yesterday you were like, yeah, getting shit on is that's just a Tuesday. I actually when I opened at S&M uh, uh, Club it was 2016, I was surprised myself. So the most request is really to actually eat shit. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and they're basically that's you the pay most the time. Request. Yes. The most, and the thing is this. You think it would be maybe an older, very uh, rich uh, white guy. No, it is really young, older, whatever. They save their money sometimes just to do this once a week because they have the need. Eat some and shit? It's, yeah, it's psychology. Can like, I just, just ask be, a health question? Like, that's not good for you. I mean, do you, right, I mean right. is there a way to purify shit? Is well, that a dumb question? Probably. I, I got to tell you this. If I know one of my girls would have a sickness, then she has to go to the doctor. But I can't test them every day, right? Because there will be way too much work. But they have to, if they have something, I have to send them away. Um, if the guy wants that to That actually was shit, one of my questions. That's, thanks right. for clearing that up. Right, right. But but it's like, you know, I can't test somebody every single day. That would just not make sense. But of course, they got to use condoms. That's something they have to. But I'm not there to watch either. So it is kind of like, you know, they, they have to do their own thing. But the girls I hire, they're really, really high class. So, you know, I, I hope they wouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. Now, if you want to eat somebody's um, shit, that's on you. And you have to sign a paper for that. <laughs> you have to sign. Wait, hang on a second. There's paperwork documentation yeah, about it's people on your, eating. Yeah, well, you just have to sign a paper that is, is your own, uh, you know, it's your own problem if, if anything comes out by it. Wow, so you, you can really shit easily in the paperwork. people. Well, and people pay, pay money for it. And, and the girls, actually, the crazy thing is, I ask them, like, how are you going to do it if, you know, he comes at 12 noon, you say, right? And they say, well, their bodies are so trained, they know what to eat. So the consistency is good and, and everything. So, but, you know, and then I had, yeah. Because you got to say, you, you have to just go by, you know, like right now you have to do it. And that's pretty hard. I mean, in I'm, this scene in the movie, Reg, I think you should be the guy. Just, I'm just I, saying. I, I think, think I could. I think I could play this part. I'm well, worried about E. coli and C. diff over here. I'm worried about some serious fungal infections from eating shit. Right, oh, my right. God. But, Clearly, these people aren't worried about that. <laughs> right, right. No, and, and really, I have a, I had one young guy. Um, he was he was like twenty years old, and he actually had this request that he wants to eat hot sperm from somebody from a stranger. So we had Jesus. to like, yeah. So I had to set it up like, okay, when the client is done, the girl has to wait, the client has to leave, and the other one has to come in, eat that stuff, and he pays two hundred just for that. Huh, money oh well spent. Money well right, spent. Right, right. And, and it was like, he's 20 years old. What is he going to do when he's 50? Like, 
where did you find this? Like, well, that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a great that's, point. How do you escalate higher than that? Right. So, so it's, it's, but it's porn. And, you know, like I said, I have a lot of like, you know, rich, wealthy people. They would just, you know, um, come in and want to be a human toilet for like three, four hours. They just lay there and they're human toilet. And they so, pay a so lot hold on a second. What is it? I think we need, to, we need to get into that a little bit. What is technically a human toilet? Is that you're just getting pissed on or shit on or is it all everything, the above? Everything. And the thing is, of course, we're going to ask, like, when somebody like this comes in with a request like that, it's like a, definitely a dialogue. They'll be on the same page. <laughs> so... Basically, I would have shut down the club and all the girls are in because um, it's like, you know, I have a smaller club. It's like three rooms. Um, and um, so he would just be a human toilet. They would come in, throw up on him, piss on him, shit on him. He would eat it or not. And he would just do this for hours. But hours. He, he, God. Yeah. And then, you know, he wanted one time he requested a rat. And I was just not with that because he can really die from this stuff. He wants to have a rat in his butt. Um, and so I just... Oh. Yeah, so we regulated on just using worms, and um, I had to go find worms. He just wanted something that's alive. So, like, this is just so everybody gets that, he wanted a rat in his butt. You know, uh, Nivez, we had our, 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 a friend of ours that's a nurse on, right. and she works in an emergency department, and primarily her job is getting shit out of people's assholes. Right. Primarily. Right. Yeah, I mean. Rats? Right, but the rat can kill him because she's going to eat through yes. whatever, you know. Yeah, that's why I said, no, we're not, you know, we're not, like, against animals or something <laughs> but yeah, i think these people just watch porn and they see something and they want to do it and some of them even came in they wanted to do like a fisting or whatever and then when they got it done they were crying but you know that's what she requested we asked you to write medical questions that's why i had to do a course for this snm stuff that i know if somebody bleeds or whatever happens i need to be able to you know um stop it or just help them this. but so far there was no there was nothing happening so no one's died on your watch yet? No, no, no. But That's somebody great. once bleeded a lot, and I had to stop the bleeding because the girl just flipped out. She couldn't imagine it. But I'm like, well, you know, especially, Do you, like, have, you know, guys. like, really high insurance rates on your business? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because, because, again, the guys, they are there for their own, like, they want it to be, they want to get that done. They have to sign it. But, of course, I can't just let an, an amateur there and just do something stupid. Like, for example, if you want anything in your butt, we have to know if you did this before, you know, like, all this stuff with the muscles. And, and these girls actually have, um, have to be like nurses. Like, their schooling is like a nurse schooling, especially for dominas, you know. I, I think all three of us are pretty speechless right now. Yeah, that's uh, unbelievable. <laughs> my mind, my mind just goes towards like, how much sex and shit have you had? Where you're like, well, I guess the next stop is being a human toilet. Yeah, like how does that how does that person get there? Like, oh yeah, definitely, oh, no. I want to be a human toilet. Well, some guys like to she's not a psychologist, you know? guys. Well, I'm not asking and, her. No, but I'm I, I think I think you get addicted to this, right? You want to do more and more and more of like more crazy stuff. I want to try something new if you start it. But some people, they're just happy with the bare minimum, like spanking or, you know, a dildo in their butt or whatever. Well, I bet most of our listeners, their their whole understanding of S&M is based off of the show Billions, because I know <laughs> mine is. <laughs> so, um, but it's a whole different world. Uh, so software took a shit. So what we asked right before the software took a shit was kind of, uh, we, we know you kind of don't watch Game of Thrones. That breaks our heart. Um, but what do you do in your free time? Like your life is wild. So like, if you just have a night where you can do whatever, what do you do? Well, I mean, I'm more into the gym, fitness and traveling that the whole party thing. Sometimes I do go out, but I'm not like, you know, I'm 31 now, so I've seen it all and it's so boring over here. So sure. it's, you know, I have just other things and I'm always looking for a different way to make money. 
Um, I am trying to get into the medical marijuana business. Um, mm -hmm. And then, of course, the book and the movie is definitely... Oh, I can help okay. you. Yeah, you, got, you. You and Porter might want to yeah, connect, I think, I think we do, right? I think we do. We have yeah. a different project because I have somebody in Colombia that's actually uh, would wanted to open like a farm, you know, and, and he really knows what he's doing. And uh, yeah, there's different ways. But um, game of, watch Game of Thrones, like I said, I did it before, but I just didn't have time to like, you know, watch it all the time, uh, you know, so I kind of fell off. But yeah, you we, said can, something we can fill you in. We can fill you in. Don't okay. worry. Okay. So that's your guy's favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're like I told you, we're nerds. We're awful. This is what we do in our free time. Besides, when I'm when I'm not reading your book late at night. Okay. Um, is is there any so Porter? Do you have any final questions? I got one final one. You got anything? And then Tim. I got two that I'm interested to hear about. One is go, go ahead. You talked about Igor earlier. How did you stay out? Like, what? How close did you come to organized crime or them coming in on what you were doing? Like, how did you stay independent? Well, you know, I just had my own way of doing it and I never involved other people. So it's like when people see you make money, I can always just act like, well, I just have a sugar daddy. You know, I never said like, oh, this is what I'm doing to people, you know, because then, of course, you could get trouble. Um, it did happen before because when I did, um, you know, sell some drugs to, to like, you know, or you just provide them with drugs and stuff. Some people, you know, when I don't like something, I tell them that. And, and you know, I'm pretty like, you know, I, I say what I have to say. So I did have some arguments before, whatever, but it never came to the point. Now I have an issue with like, you know, organized crime or something. Definitely not. The other question I had was, how did you, did your, your family, friends that knew you from way back, what's the, did they have any idea what you were doing in New York or like the range of it? Well, not really. My family knew I had girls that were working for me because, of course, I financed them a pretty nice life. <laughs> mm -hmm. But when I did get arrested, a lot of people were like, oh, we didn't know this, we didn't know that. And it acted kind of funny a little bit, too. But I always give. I never was like, all the money is mine. I definitely, um, you know, would support people or whatever. And then eventually they got over it, you know. they. Of course, my you dad was good, very disappointed. Your dad was the man, right, though? Your, right. your dad was your, your guy. Because in the right. book, you're, 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 you know, it's a pretty touching moment when you get back to him. Right, definitely, definitely. And my dad, you know, he wasn't always like all the way on the right, you know, thing. he did a little time too, but just a little bit. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. he, you know, but he was still very disappointed why I had to do that because I could do so many other things. And I absolutely agree. Um, if I could do it over, I don't know if I would do the same thing. Maybe, yeah, but I can say now the skills that I learned, I just did it. I used them in a, in a positive way, in a legal way. And it definitely mm -hmm. works. I work in sales as well. I do HR work. I have the club. I do everything myself. So it gave me actually something positive just to wake up and actually concentrate on the right things, not just on the fast well, money. And what we said, you're an entrepreneur. And, you know, I, I was when you read your, what, what you went to college for, you went to college kind of for technical stuff, right? Like well, almost for, working, on, working on cars. Yeah, right? yeah, I did. Yeah, it was horrible. But, you know, I just, I just did that, that I have something like, you know, some kind of like degree. But mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not really a person that likes to go to school. Really well, I, I, I you learned doing. probably more than most by doing. did I learned in, by your, doing, yeah. in your small amount of time. Porter, final questions. Porter, Porter, Porter. All right. All right. We'll move on. So um, my final question from, from me, and we'll, we'll shut it down again. Thank you very much. The international madam, Yves Gadoni. She, how a woman controlled worldwide sex ring available on Amazon. Follow her on Instagram at international madam. Literally just search it on Instagram. She comes right up. And as Porter said earlier, it's an awesome Instagram. We uh, all believe that. 
Uh, you can follow her on Twitter. We'll get her to make her Twitter more active. Ours is relatively active. Um, <laughs> okay. Anything, what would you do differently? If you could do one thing differently, what would you do differently? Well, I would have definitely stayed out of the drug situation because that's something that's right. always going to fail. Um, and, and I just didn't see it, and I should have. I shouldn't be this naive. But, you know, you learn, you live, and you learn. And I think I needed this experience to just get better as a human. Um, good answer. So uh, one other final question. So typically we'll put a theme song on. What do you want? Well, as you come on the show, we'll have a theme song playing in well, the background. What's yours? Big Pimpin' from Jay-Z. That is fucking <laughs> awesome. That's fucking awesome. Perfect. Right, and I do want to say something. Uh, I have a website. It's called internationalmadam.com. Over there you can find all the places where you can buy the book. Uh, of course, again, the story and stuff. And I hope... We can get this on Netflix and, and on a movie, and I'm always open for different businesses to, to make it happen. So for all the struggleos and strugglettes out there, Hammer, Netflix, let's tweet at them. This, you guys, we scratched the surface. There's so much more. I mean, you saw our stupid list of questions. We just bounced around from it. Like, the book's wild. It's 170, 180 pages. I crushed it in, in three nights, reading from like 10 to 12.30 every night, so I was wide awake. Um, really, really appreciate you coming on, you guys. This has been phenomenal. We'll bring it back sometime if you're okay with that. Absolutely. Thank um, you so much. I had a lot of fun. And, you know, we'll get a live show in Switzerland someday, I think. Yeah. We'll get out there. We yeah. should do it. We should do um, it. But thanks again. Rim Tim, anything else? No, I'm good. I appreciate it, Nevez. This is Thank you. pretty wild. I mean, like, I was, I just remember being like, I'm going to store this away. We'll, we'll somehow come back to figure out how to... I, I, because a lot of people didn't even believe it when I would tell them the story, but your right. story. But right. this, is, this is cool. And I have to say, it's a lot more to it than you just see in the book. That's why I think the series would make it more like, you know, because I had so many fun times and good times in the States and crazy moments. So. Well, everything seems fast in the right. book. Everything's fast. And, if, and, you know, it's probably because you don't want to make it too long, right? Like. Well, you know, I have hired the writer and she wrote it the way she wrote it. But I definitely right. um, actually want to get a little bit more time. Right. Well, we can do that on further episodes here at Struggling Radio. Absolutely. So. Carry more in a little bit. We don't pull it out. And if you catch a leg when I spit, then it won't be a little hit. Go read a book, you literate son of a bitch. Step up your vocab. Don't be surprised when me and you see it's coming down on your slab. Living get so fabulous, so mad, you just can't take it. But you hate not, then you wait while I get your hit butt naked. Just break it. You gotta pay like you wait wet with two pairs of clothes on. I get the ass to the back as a blast to the track. Timberland, let me spit my pro zone. Post it up in the pro zone. That's a track that be breaking these track that we flow zone, and hide the on pop like ozone, we keep on front like we really don't get no bigger man, don't trip, let's sip, getting told on the flip, getting blow, bigger man, we be Y'all, if I wasn't rapping, baby, I would still be riding Mercedes.
know about the Texas boys coming down to candy toys, smoking hard. My stamina be enough for Pamela Anderson Lee Made my money too long for gambling with me But I'm still sitting on blaze, spitting that base Sitting on the corner of my block hustling Getting off, double what I paid Getting it right through customs In a cell by the night, it's actually white Look, I got so many that the man find out It'll land me in jail for life But I'm still big pimpin', spin the cheese With Bun B, Pimp C and Timothy We got chicks in the back of the truck Laughing it up, Jigga man, that's what's up We be, big pimpin', spin the cheese we be